God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus. But the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them he addressed this parable. What man among you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, would not leave the ninety-nine in the desert and go off to find the lost one until he finds it. And when he does find it, he sets it on his shoulders with great joy, and upon his arrival home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in just the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who have no need for repentance. Or what woman, having ten coins and losing one, would not light a lamp and sweep the house, searching carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls together her friends and neighbors and says to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found the coin that I had lost. In just the same way, I tell you, there will be rejoicing among the angels of God over one sinner who repents. And he said, a man had two sons. The younger son said to himself, Father, give me my share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant land, where he squandered his inheritance on a life of desolate living. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine broke out in that country, so he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend to the swine. He longed to eat the fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough to eat, but I am here, dying of hunger. I shall get up, go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired hands. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still far away off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father quickly ordered the servants, quickly bring the finest robe and put it on him, put a ring on his finger, sandals on his feet, take the fatted calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been in the field, 
On his way back, as he neared the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked him what this might mean. The servant said, your brother has returned. Your father has slaughtered the fatted calf because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry. And when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father, look, all these years I served you and not once did I ever disobey your orders. And you ne never gave me a, even a young goat to feast with my friends. But when your son returns, you, who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughtered a fatted calf. The father said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice, because your brother, who was dead, has come back to life. He was lost and has been found. Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we got the lamb, we got the coin, we got the sun. We'll talk about them. The whole movement of Scripture tonight is how much, and only He can do it, God loves us. And I say that so we can respond to God. And you'll see as we develop the ideas of the scriptures, his loving us is nice. It's okay. But if we don't experience it, what good is it? And we experience it when we open ourselves to him and tell him what we need and speak to him and ask for blessings for ourselves and for others or for peace in the world. But listen, listen to the scriptures tonight. Exodus. I'm going to give you a summary, as you heard. John so well read. The people of God, as they're leaving Egypt, they're wandering the desert. Moses is meeting with God on the, on the mount. And the people are disobeying him. They're making idols. That's, that's their biggest sin for Hebrews. The biggest sin is making a thing worshipable. And God says, look at these people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down there and burn their rear ends. I'm going to blaze my anger to them and I'm going to annihilate them. That's very important for us because that's you and me speaking, projecting ourselves into the word of God. You, you, you know that. It's, it's anger. It's vengeance. My way. So Moses represents every man in this case. And Moses says, eat God, please. These are your people. These are the ones you love. You just rescued them. You've been with them forever. Okay, they screw up now and then, but, but they're your people. And you've, you've promised to make them more numerous than the stars of the sky. So God relents. God says, you know, Moses, you got something there. I, my words, that God didn't say that. And he withdrew the punishment that he was going to inflict on his people. But that's good. Now, now hold that. Paul introduces his beautiful letter to Timothy. And that's a very personal letter. It's a letter to a particular person, Timothy. 
and he had a nice rapport with Timothy. And he says, Tim, I'm grateful, especially for Jesus in my life, because you know what? I was a persecutor of Christians. I, I, I would go into their homes and drag them out and bring them before the judges to get them killed because they were Christians. And, and he should have done that to me. But he didn't. He forgave me. And he converted me. And he gave me a change of heart. Now the connection. So Paul is dedicated to him. How does he say it? To the king of ages, incorruptible, invisible, the only God, honor, glory, forever and ever. Now that sounds pretty. It, does, it sounds wonderful. It sounds like something you should have written in the walls of the church. But he's talking about his connection with Jesus. How absolutely overwhelming it is for him. Again, think of this as our invitation to get closer to God. And now we have the lamb, the coin, and the son. Two sons. The lamb is lost. Now, now think of this. Jesus is being criticized because he's sitting with sinners. So he says to those who are the critics, and you wonder, if, what was Jesus thinking? Which one of you, if you lost, if you had a hundred sheep, you lost one, you would leave the hundred and go look for the one? Who would do that? I mean, who would do that? You have a hundred sheep, and I, I've been to Ireland, I've been to places where there are sheep are roaming all over, and there's always a shepherd here and a dog up there watching over. One goes away, you try to get it back, but you're not going to leave the hundred just to get that one. Because then you might lose the hundred. So Jesus given this very strange parable. But another one, better, better yet. Uh, women used to wear decorative coins on their heads, over their veils. They would, and you've seen them in, in pictures of the Middle East. And they're like little coins. And each one is like a dowry coin. Very important. Uh, important for value, but also important for heritage. Okay? So they're very important. She lost one. So Jesus is saying, now, which one among you, if you lost one of your coins, wouldn't stop everything, sweep the house, go look around, call the neighbors, come, I need help, searching? It's a coin. Get, get, get with it, girl. It's a coin. And then when she finds it, she's having a feast. A little over the top. A little, a little odd. See, now, he's saying this to them, Maybe because he's getting, he's getting them to wanting, desiring them to change their attitudes. But he's saying what God does to the sinner, that coin, that one lamb, and then we got the great one. People like to call this the, the, the parable of the prodigal son because that's the son who ran away. He was the younger son, and I can't read this parable without thinking of me and Michael, my brother. He was the older one, I was the young one. And, and the, the roles reversed. He was more of a rebel and I was sort of follow the rule kind of guy. But, but, I mean, my father and mother both know this now. They're in heaven. Um, I follow the rules on the surface because I learned from Michael. Michael would disobey and he'd give lip and get bang, they'd clap him up the head, side of the head. I figured, oh, I'm not going to give a lip. I don't want to get hit. So I'd say, oh, yeah, 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 Dad. Yeah, oh, yeah, Mama, sure. And I'd do nothing. Or I'd go my own way. 
Well, forget the, forget the, the chore. But I lied. I, was, I grew up. And I, I probably don't do that anymore. Probably don't do it anymore. But Jesus is saying, so, so this man had two sons, and one, they both entitled 50-50 of the inheritance, said, give me my share, and he went and he wasted it. He did something very interesting. He reconciled. He repented. He's returning to the father because he's eating food that, that, for the pigs. And first of all, he's near a pig, and that's prohibited by Jews. And now he's feeding the pigs through another prohibition. prohibition. And now he longs to eat pig food. The kid's whacked out. Says, this is odd. I'm going home. Even if I get a little job on my, mother, my father's property, I'll have food. The servants are eating more than I am. And what does the father do? And Jesus plants it this way. It's an extreme example. This guy's noble. He has access to gold rings right away. He has camels and calves and fatted things on his property. He has servants. He's wealthy. But he's searching. He's searching for his son that's missing. He's searching. And he looks and he looks and he looks. And Gwendamaya, the kid doesn't show up. And then one day the kid wakes up and says, I'm going home. I'm telling my father I screwed up big. I no longer deserve to be called your son. And he says, I'll pray that to God and I'll pray it to you, Dad. Just hire me because I'm not worthy. Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees, trying to bring them in. No matter how sinful you are, God will bring you back if you open your eyes. And the Father is so overwhelmed with joy. And we're talking God. God is so overwhelmed with joy when we go to him. He reaches out and grabs us. What about the whole church? That, 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 look, look, we've got a church full of people. The, the sinners right there at the door. God goes to the sinner. And he doesn't say to hell with you people because you're already saved. No, he says, you're part of the family already. And he goes, I've got to get that sinner. I've got to get that one back. And he does. Talk about the jealous brother in a second, but God will go to odd extremes to find you. Now we're all in church, because I'm so I presume we're all faithful, we're all Catholic, we all do the, all the stuff that we're supposed to be doing. Never enough, because we're Catholic and we have to do more. That, that's us. That's good. But Jesus is saying, now He loves every one of us more than the parable of the coin, the lamb, and, and the son. And he'll go to any extreme to be available to us, to let every one of us know, I love you. I want you close to me. I want you to be part of my family. Well, I don't go to church every day, but that's all right. Oh, I, I sin, nah, not to worry about it. But I did, it doesn't matter. He wants us back. Now, we're already here, so, so what, what, what does that mean? He wants us in a deeper relationship with him. Okay, I go to church every week. I go to Mass during the week. I pray. I do that. 
better yet, but go deeper. If you love somebody, you know what I'm talking about. If you really love somebody, I don't care if it's a child, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, parent, if you really love somebody, you know you can't go far enough to show that love. The further you go, the more you want to give. And if you don't, then you, you, you probably screwed up with that love relationship and you don't know love enough. But those of us who, who know what love is and the love object, a person, a family member, you want to love them and you want them to know you love them. And you want the connection. And, and you want that connection of, of attachment so close that if you had the will, you never want them to leave. But with people. So they leave for a while, they go to work, they come, and they come back in the reunion. And if you don't treat people who come back home that way, think about it. Think about it. Even my dog does that. When I go back home tonight, she will jump all over me like she's never seen me before. She will jump in my lap, she'll scratch me. I, I wear shorts. She'll reach up, she'll long nails, she'll scratch my legs, but that's all right. She shows a great deal of affection and, and she misses me. Now, if you have a pet, you know the same, not a cat, they, they don't do that. But, but dogs, you know they do that. Well, we're talking about people now. We're talking about people and God. God wants us to grab him. And while we're grabbing him, he's grabbing us. And grab him and tell him what you need. Tell him your, your fears, tell him your joys, tell him your longings. That's what our God, Father in heaven, wants us to do. What do you think Jesus gave us these parables for? To make us feel nice? To... to, 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 to mock the Pharisee. He gave us these parables because he wants us today, 2022, to know how much God the Father loves us and wants us to love him and wants us to be comfortable with him. When, when the man goes out and reaches out and grabs his kids, God's God grabbing us. What a wonderful message he's given us in the scriptures tonight. Forget the ring on the finger, forget the fatted calf, forget the, the clothing. It's heart to heart. And with that, we've got to bring in that other son, the malcontent. Your son left. He spent all his money. The hell with him. No, no, no. No one is not worth my love, the father is basically saying. He was dead, and he came back. We've got to open our eyes. Today, we're celebrating 9-11. Oh, excuse me, celebrating, what an ironic word. We're commemorating 9-11. And you know the great amount of worldwide hate that came up after that, that day. And many people whose hearts are still negatively affected by that. We're not God, but he loves us, and he wants us to be Christians in the world, and he wants us to conquer hate with love. I'm sorry, don't shoot the messenger. He's already been shot. He was nailed to the cross for that same message, that love 
is more powerful than hate, that love is more powerful than greed, that love is more powerful than jealousy. And the father makes it very clear with the kid, your brother was dead, and now he's alive. We're going to celebrate. Every one of my kids here in this church today, I'm celebrating them. And if they've lost someone in their families to distance and emotional disconnection, or even death, I want them to realize that their love connects them to those people. Just like God's love connects us to him. Hey, some of us make it and some of us understand it. Some of us say, to hell with God, I don't want him in my life. I, I, I don't know what to say about those people. But to us who hold on a little bit of faith, even a little bit, experience God hugging the life out of us, getting us, our childlike selves, to sit on his lap, to eat with God, to celebrate with God, and to be God's children. Not a lamb, not a coin, not a prodigal child, but God's children. That's us.